Welcome to the High Jiu Jitsu Podcast. We've got a story show. I don't know what number it is, but don't worry about it. That's not the important thing. The important yep. thing is we've got the legend with us. Yeah, uh, so my awesome, coach Mr. was Jack Cox. Named Tony Contellis initially. Like he was an old Jack. school. Um, he did a lot of progress. Uh, yeah, pretty good, man. As, as we've well. been uh, chatting um, before this. Then just, uh, when we started the Shire, he used back to train and, with Alex um, Prates. Planning and um, uh, pondering Trekker, like what's going on around us these days. Um, raring to be back Banner, on the mats, and then they split off um, from from. Yeah, how's Bruno. things going for you? Um, but I sort of stayed with the Gracie Sydney. Was friends with all of those guys. Um, anyway, moved back to the eastern suburbs in 2010. Stayed training with the, under Bruno and the guys at um at Alexandria and Owen. Um, Blew my knee out in 2011, had about 12 months to 18 months off at that stage, came back, back to Gracie, Sydney, um, trained with them, and then eventually met my wife, and then we bought um, up on the northern beaches, moved up here in uh, 2014, and then started training under Mauricio Cavaccini. Yes, up I at think that's um, Gracie. Northern I miss those jokes, man. I um, really do. I and miss, he and I started discussing I all of it. Um, me potentially. So yeah, I was we're running in, classes in the midst of a New South Wales lockdown. Um, so got my brown belt in Northern Beaches Shard in November 2018. And he and I started discussing me potentially opening up school on my own. Deal too much with that road of lockdown chatters because. Because I, I we know different for a ideas fact the moment we open, we're going to forget about this should, whole situation. Could, shouldn't but, work. Um, um, and how well, it's been the uh, one work. positive you've taken um, from this lockdown. So I left left him and then opened up on my own, rented some space at a friend's CrossFit Academy. Um, did that for a couple of months. I think that's when you and I started to, started to connect. Um, that didn't really work out. Just wasn't yes. a good... good um, Great, loca- great location in far as what was in physically inside the academy, but where it was located wasn't a good place for growth for us. And then an opportunity came up um, literally 500 metres from where Jill and I and the kids live and it was just let's go all in. Yes. So we, we rented yeah, that exactly. first academy, um, um, went all in and that was uh, It was really May interesting. I've got the same experience with you. In the first um, the first time we did this. There, we were there for 18 like I, months I, and then I, upgraded I to a new place. I back in hindsight. I could see that I was December, quite panicked because um, I think we all were because it was – Post it was unprecedented. We've never been here. through any of that before. Well, in the new academy In the second now, one, I can see everybody's uh, attitude months, is just like, yeah, been know, here, done that. Six months um, worth of training. Just there, like so, the blue belt who's seen a few chokes you. here and there and has been choked We had a few discussions already. when I came over and trained um, with you a couple of mornings. Of, and then we're navigating the path a little bit better. We affiliated with the Pedro Sauer Association and haven't looked back since and, you know, just loving what's coming on board and loving what you and I are doing and with Phil and the rest of the crew. Um, between our three academies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, considering that this is like I, this I, is a this should be uh, yeah. An I, issue I had uh, that I had um, has more light. Um, I had a friend mentally who, tell me what have you done differently? Uh, what's your um, what's your take years behind us at school? On, but we started um, training together at this point in time. Um, I think that would be really some, beneficial you know, for people like, to listen to. You know, you know like, with regards to your experience and what are you doing differently to be able to cope. Much better uh, in a trying guy time. Whether it's Bruno, down or not, who like what's what's different? Was for you? one of Bruno's students, and I used to go and do some grappling classes with him every now and again. Started training with one of his students, Andrew, who I knew from school. He moved up here. He was in Curl Curl, um, and I started coming up to visit him and his family. And then he just went, "Bro, you got to move up here. This is the this is he goes, this is the There's best." Heaps place of wrong things to read, right? So. Um, yeah. yeah, like yeah. blew my knee out in two thousand and eleven. That sort of. Thing. I was in one of the um, Elvis's comps in the grappling industries, and yeah, yeah. doing a no gi comp as a blue belt shot in for a double leg. Um, the tendon below my kneecap um, ruptured, and then my kneecap hit the floor, and my kneecap shot up into my thigh. So I dislocated my kneecap, ruptured the tendon. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, got carted off in the ambulance. Um, that side of that was one of those bit like we discussed earlier with with this lockdown, bit of a change of, of change for me. And as I said, I was living a life of excess, um, 
and needed to sort of find that moderation. And I was burning the candle. And you're you're also uh, like a demon, but then uh, all your followers on Instagram and keeping us super depressed, uh, thinking about the Um, yeah. So coming up here a lot more. To train uh, with the poor the fellas, poor fellas we talking are about challenging here. themselves he just for a dip a day. Uh, it must be so academy. difficult and arduous for the crew. And, um, and I wish you guys all the best yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the old um, at North Head, oh, where the old army barracks is. Um, <laughs> so we used to come up. A crew of us used to come Good up job. every Saturday to um, yes, just to support yeah. him and just add some numbers to the same as what you we do when a new person opens up a gym. You know, like you go and support them and just put numbers there so it looks busier than what it actually is. Um, and used to train with him every Saturday and then one of the, funnily enough, someone goes, oh, imagine imagine if Jack and Jill got together and there was a, like, a girl named Jill training there and we both had dogs, connected, started hanging out and got married. Yeah, and then we, we, went, to, we went to Thailand in yeah, 2014 for, just for a holiday. And when she was over there, Jill got an email from her sister saying, oh, we've been evicted yeah, yeah. from, our, um, I'm, from I'm, our place. I'm big on that too because I started um, with, that seven, with a 75 and I said, oh, we'll I, just move in with About 15 and days in, I looked I at it and I'm like, what am I doing here? Like we, it's, she moved in no, and then no, we just started looking to, be, to buy a place um, up here. And I need to, I need to work, work. We live now. I need to be nice to myself right now. I think we all need to be nice to ourselves. And like having a hammer against yourself and fighting yourself all the time wasn't what I wanted, but this habit shares just so much more, um, like such yeah, a more definitely. modest approach to it. Definitely, yeah. Um, and it's been beautiful. So thank you for it's hitting me up cool. with that, because um, I'm I, I've been loving it too. As you said, it's just a it's just a plan for the day. Because my wife's like, "Oh, what do you have on today?" And I said, "Well, I've got I've got it doesn't change for me. You know, I need to get my meditation in. I need to to stretch as well. I need to um, do all the little <laughs> habits that I've kind of yeah, man, uh, I've committed got, I've to got... previously." And my if we don't do it, Jack, so be it, man. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not going to um, beat ourselves up. That, that's by choice. Like yeah. the academy see a little red is maybe a kilometre away from yeah, the house. But, um, the beach is a kilometre away from our house. Um, but the, 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 the truck doesn't even get warmed up to, to get there. So, you know, sun's school um, is your, your walking distance. Our daughter's like a bit of air going daycare is on the same street. Like we live very compartmentalised yeah, life. Yeah, so. No, I, I, I <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Tell me, tell me, um, what do you see as the difference? Like, tell me, like, like in terms of your mental health and just your um, approach to things, is what, what's different so, about something like 75 so Hard that's just super we had, in we my, had I feel second, like it's quite had, extreme daughter, and it's extreme uh, without any excuses. They're not, to go they're not to apologizing for being extreme. That's the nature of it. And something um, else like a habit share. I like was what, working for a cleaning how, company. What's the difference a, for you in terms uh, of how a of your relationship rep, to when I go around and inspect like, sites and manage about 30 sites? How is, it, and it's, how is habit share working it's, better it's a for good you job. than It's one of those jobs where it's, it's, it's feast or famine. So you're on call a lot. And it was just that I, for me, I've done, I, I had done that before. Um, it's got a shelf life for me. Like I, yeah. can, I can do it for like four or five years and then it just kind of wears on me. Um, so Jill goes, why don't you quit? She went back to working for Google. Um, she goes, why don't you do the stay at home dad? So I did that for a year and then that was sort of coming to an end and Jill goes, well, what are you going to do? And I, go, I don't know. And then I was teaching for Mauricio and, and, and then someone goes, dude, just open up your own jujitsu school. Like you love it. The kid, yeah. Like, and it was kind of. That and then I had a, co- a coffee with Andrew from North Head, and he goes, "Bro, the, I've got. I'm putting him in mezzanine level. I'm going to put mats in. No, if anyone's going to teach jujitsu there, it's you. Do you want to do it? I went, okay. And that was kind of how it worked. So, yeah, kind of one of those. wasn't like the <clears throat> wasn't overly well thought out. Wasn't um, like a oh, in two months we're going to do this, and in three months we're going to do that. It was kind of let's just." Grip it and rip it, 
you've been given this, let's do it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we can talk more about this, and I'm, I'm sure we will. But yeah, tell us. Tim Ferriss um, has got a similar one where, like, fail fast. Like, it you've just, had some extreme experiences you know, as well, right? You, that you, can, correct, you can Tell correct us, like, you how, so, how you, you know, kind of got to jiu-jitsu and just got to um, where you're at now. Like, what's going on in, in Jack's past that's led him to this position? Yes, it's, yeah, it's 2019. I start – the – uh, it's funny because you, you you know you you know yourself you like when you apply for different things and you've always got um what's your ABN and I think I think I set it up on the twenty fourth of January twenty nineteen so kind of you know whenever I look at that it always sticks in sticks in my head so yeah we're coming up we'll be three years three years in January three years next year so but bit of a weird three years to be honest with 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 everything that's gone on but. It is what it is. So same as with jiu-jitsu, you've got to sort of take, you know, like like, like um, Master Sarah always says, like, oh, you know, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to unbar the guy or you want to finish the fight? You know, like if you take what's available. So, mm. Um, so first off, I'm, a, I'm a, like, I'm not anti-competition. I think, I think you and I have discussed this enough, like, and I think you mentioned this in Luke's, in your podcast with Luke as well. I'm not anti-competition, but I'm not focused on competition. And I wanted my gym to be a lifestyle academy, um, rather than the meat factory of let's pound out, let's pound out fighters and go and win a thousand medals and you know, all that sort of stuff. I wanted people to come. And do yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Look, but that, that's like I'm also 44. It's, I'm not at that. I don't want to be beat up the rest How of my life. Like at I that wanna, time? I want to yeah. do jujitsu for a lifetime. You know, and that is which is where we met, John, yeah, like yeah. doing the Steve Maxwell seminar. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, never, I wouldn't say it changed my thought process. I kind of never, before the knee injury, I probably didn't even have a thought process. I just reacted. Um, and then the, the knee injury sort of forces you to admit vulnerability. So then you, then you, you sort of, Maybe we, we train really hard up at, at Gracie Northern Beaches. A lot of brute sort of strength and brute techniques up there, which is fine, but it's not sustainable over. Like, I can't remember the last time I've come home from jiu-jitsu. It sounds like a learner, you know. Like being at my you own could have easily just said, and gone, you know, get back up. I'm really sore from yeah. doing technique rather than I may come home sore now because I've been on the mat and done eight, eight rolls with everybody. Rather than go, had two heavy rolls with two guys and I'm ruined. Like, the, whereas up there, that's what it was. It was, like, it was like a war all the time. Yep, yep. Right, yes. Yeah. Exactly. And, 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 but I'm also yes. it's, it's a catch twenty two because you're right. Like I'm, I can put a lot of pressure on somebody, but I'm also putting a lot of pressure on my own joints by trying to move fast and keep up, and you know, like so. It's a trade. There's always a trade off there. Always, yeah, man. There's a trade off. 
Yeah. It's, it's very much, and, and I use this a lot with the private teachings that I'm doing at the moment, um, you've got to give something to get something. You know, like it's like what Master Sao always says, like the <clears throat> the classic example of the cross choke and the upa. Wow. Like so, they complement so one another. Was it jiu-jitsu that led you into pro I've wrestling? I've got to give you my, um, my How old were you when you went into the pro to wrestling? To get the choke. You know, like, and if I if I want to do the upa, I've got to accept the danger. So, you know, I can't just do an upa because you're just going to go put your hands on the floor. Yes. So if everyone's, there's if a trade-off. Jack, and it you just know that depends he's built like a pro what, wrestler what as well. So that's a nice little dream that you could have. Maybe me and my dream of a pro wrestler wasn't as um, realistic. <laughs> for, for me, it's like jiu-jitsu – it's like 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 you you want to teach people to be better versions of themselves through Gracie Jiu Jitsu. Right? I, I'm Pro exactly the same. I want them to. I want people to come in, yeah, well. enjoy being on the mat, enjoy learning a new skill, no matter what age they are. Be able to then go home and not go, oh, all my fingers are broken, or can't even grip the sauce bottle to 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 do my dinner. And then or get up the next day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I want to, I want all my students to be able to so get how, up the next day. How often were you performing with and either go, like, Was I'm it a, go a weekly thing? Were you traveling go with them? Like the what was what was the situation? I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna go walk my son around or my daughter around here. And that's to me, that's a lifestyle. It's a part of what you do. It's not what you do. You know, and I don't want people to come into my academy and feel pressured to do anything like we don't have we like you don't you want to roll don't roll like you know like i want you to be happy i want you to come back tomorrow was were all the wrestlers from one gym so then a promoter would use one gym or they're just all like scattered from different gyms and everyone would come in together and that place has got to be a happy Um, place otherwise it's not going to be your third place for very long Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, yep, yep. Um, tell me tell me something crazy that happened. Um, I remember you telling me a story about it. Um, any particular, like, events that were... Um, Crazy worthy of a highlight. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a good question. Like, like, for me now, I'm a lot more patient. Um, kind of, uh, like, it's an, it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting one because I think also as you and I are the higher belts, you know, like you're the highest rank in your academy, I'm the highest rank in my academy. It's also up to us to sort of push things a little bit too. Like if we, cause you and I, you, you could lay there and go like this and do nothing for six minutes and no one can touch you. Yeah. I can do the same thing. I can get into anyone's crossbody, get into the worst oh, possible no. crossbody ever. Whoa, whoa, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. And I know I can stay safe. Hey, but, um, am I going to give my training partner anything in that? Um, role? And I, I so want to get to the, bit, I want to get to the, 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 the climax a, of story, I struggle with Nelson. that sometimes as to how much to give to people and how much to just kind of go. Like you look at the match I had with Oscar. Very conservative. Like I went in there and went, I'm going to give Oscar nothing. Right? Which was kind of an, in some ways I look back at it, a bit of a negative mindset. But I hadn't competed since 2011 and was kind of a bit cautious. Yeah. And I went, well, I just want to make sure that my defense is sharp. And I was really happy with that philosophy given that situation and given oh, no. my history. 
you know, and I thought I used a lot of technique. Like I, I still sort of pat myself on the back when I did the the guillotine escape textbook from the curriculum. Um, happy with that, and that sort of showed and solidified why we made the choice to come with Pedro Sales. Well, the curriculum was a huge thing that brought us across. You proper, you proper um, KO'd. You didn't. It wasn't for yeah, the because, man, I was, I was sick of training and having that sort of being going to a okay. class and then, what, like, one day you're learning a guard pass, the next day you're learning a re-naked choke, then the next day you're learning how to do an arm bar. Like, nothing's connected. You know, I mean, ultimately everything's connected because we're only working with four limbs and a head. But there wasn't the, the, the progression of the, of the technique and, like, let's, you know, advance this position you know, so that that was a huge thing for me. And I found when I started teaching, I would do a month of mount or a month and then a month of um, guard and then a month of this. And guys were responding to it. So when you told me about the curriculum, I went, this is amazing. This is exactly what we need. Like you don't go in and do a, a degree at university. You don't, like, tell me a book, John, that you've bought that doesn't have a content in the front. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, like everything's got to be chronological. So, you know, we're, we want the academies, not gyms and places of higher learning. So if you want to have higher learning, every place I've been to, not that I'm a smart intellectual guy and haven't been to many universities, or, but there's always a curriculum. Like you go to school, there's a curriculum. You go to these places of learning, there's a curriculum. You know, if I... If I go to fitness first, it's not a place of learning. It's a gym. There's no curriculum. Yes. There you go, man. Who, who says who says wrestling's fake, huh? Jesus, man. That's that's the funny thing about um, about about sh- like Showtime. Like you guys. I loved wrestling as a kid. I was a WCW fan. I didn't quite enjoy the yeah. WWE, WWE, but um, it's just insane because for some people, it's just fake. It's just a show, but it's super physical, right? I mean, there's True. so much to it. It's like a world in and of itself. Um, and to think about the amount of effort and, and how much you know they put their bodies on the line, um, ridiculous. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. I think I think for me one of the one of the the thing that sort of tied that together for me was when you had um They're also getting paid Ryland come over for the seminar and we we're doing guard passing. Any and you know, and he asked us what 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 do I have yeah. to do here? We've, like, we've got a bit of a delay, Jack. And everyone's like, Oh you gotta pass. He goes, No, I just gotta not get submitted. Yeah, I'm saying like there's, there's a bit of a delay here. Yeah. Um, but um, I'll continue. Like the WE yeah. guys are getting paid millions of dollars per, I don't know, per year. Um, yeah. And your, was, your payment I know, probably wasn't too much. So, so like the bumps and bruises you take uh, relative to what they take, I think it might be a little bit different.
Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just uh, I was watching this video about Bret Hart and he was fighting Bill Goldberg. Yes. And Bill Goldberg um, hit him with a sidekick in the head and he actually hurt his neck. Like, And that was the career ender for Bret Hart. And he was, he was talking about how dirty he was for, to Goldberg. And Goldberg was like, man, it's just part of the part of the show. Like, I didn't mean to. Um, so sure accidents, uh, accidents always happen. Um, Matt, I think, I think the attitude, okay. yeah, like, um, when not, I mean, the other gyms had a different focus too. Like when, when I first started with, um, I mean, Elvis and Anthony, I never competed under, under, the, under their banner, um, kind of never came up, um, that, 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 that early, um, but um, with with the Gracie ones, they were they were competition focused. Um, not so much push you into competition, but it was kind of expected at the same time. And then when we branched off from Gracie Sydney and became TP with Alex and Treco, yeah. and that, it was that an leads MMA us on to like, so like completely um, the next part of your journey, like right? Because as you're a playing owner now, like, with like what Hickson's sort of promoting at the moment with his um, book, how did we go from pro you're, wrestling you're taking, um, onto being a school you know, like owner? They wanted to have the timeless fights, you know, t- no time limit fight because it's a it's a game of attrition. Whereas now you're turning it into you've got five minutes to do as much damage as you can and you need to be as fit as humanly possible. There's no, it sort of take, you know, like, and therefore you need weight classes and all this other stuff. Um, and then moving back to Alexandra HQ, so again, like competition focused, let's beat Baja and Roots and, you know, that sort of tribalism. Um, wasn't pushed so much up at Gracie Northern Beaches, like, most of us didn't compete up there. I never competed under, so under that. So by 2009, you trained for how many years? Way away. Um, different lifestyle as well. Like most of the guys, we, a lot of us hung out. I sort of instigated yeah. social things to start doing. And that's where the academy that I've got now, like guys are getting yeah, a yeah, little nice. bit of a spark to compete. But I think the comps that were a few of them have competed in some of the local jiu-jitsu comps like Harry that, and Ben and a few um, of other boys. A lot uh, of them were the keen Greek, to do the Greek wrestler that you were talking about. Is that Larry Papadopoulos by any chance? Um, arises again to sort of scratch that itch, but they're not overly interested in sort of going and hanging out at a comp oh, right, okay. either. Like the, the, most of my guys, are, most of my students. Yeah, fair and enough. And I'm talking the adult so, family guys. Um, you know, they want to go home. So They've you got, were training with uh, – Yeah, open mats on Saturday. Yeah, right. Much. The internet connection isn't it's the best. It's busy, but it's not crazy no, compared okay. to what it is during the week um, because everyone's with their families. And so, yeah, yeah so, training with uh, Pride yeah, and Trekker. How, how was that? So, yeah, it's a different sort of – it's part of your lifestyle. It's not your lifestyle. Exactly. All right, sorry guys, there's a little bit of a um, technical problem, but we're back. So Jack, you were talking about um, your wrestling coach and then your time um, out in the Shire. Um, but it's 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 good. It's, it's, t- it has, it has moments where it's tough. Um, you know, like we, I've stru- tried to structure the classes so I can get home a couple of nights a week, um, to put the kids to bed. Cause that's always tough, especially two two that sleep in the same room. That's a, it's a, it's a challenge. Um, and it's hard to expect my wife to do that five nights a week, like oh, Saturdays and Sundays, I'll be here. But then again, it's also the kids kind of don't get 
Um, like we go one for one at the moment because we can because we're here every night. If I did Saturday and Sunday two nights in a row, the kids would blow up because they want mum to put them to bed. Because mum, mum, mum reads stories to them and she's lets them pull her hair and all that stuff. I'm sort of a bit, a bit more of a disciplinarian, like no, lay in bed, listen to it. We'll listen to a podcast. You know, there's no hair to pull. <laughs> um, so, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a challenge. Um, the other thing I'm sort of, and our son Xander started playing soccer, um, and I did. I saw like two games this year because of the timing of his games being early Saturday morning because he's only six. And then I've got kids' classes from 8.30 till 10.30 and then open mat. But open mat can sort of run itself. The boys can lock up and clean up. Um, so I try and get – that's that's a challenge. That's one thing that I've missed. So that's that's obviously a goal. And then as he gets older, he'll play later in the day anyway. Um, that's, that's probably the biggest challenge challenge for me and the thing that I find hardest is missing out on those um, little things but the way I've got the <clears throat> academy set up I can take my kids to school I can spend the days off um, with the or we'll, I mean obviously we don't go in until the afternoon or sometimes lunchtime I can spend those mornings with, with with our daughter I can pick our son up from school a couple of times a week so it doesn't really affect me too much also I live close, so I can always just duck off. So I'm quite quite fortunate in that regard. I don't need to sort of, a bit like yourself, like you going home, bit of a challenge or kind of minimal um, as to what you're going to get out. I can duck home in between and not really miss out on too much. So Yeah, right. Yeah, dude, that's that's a tough one because uh, I remember listening to. I'm trying to think who it was. Yeah, it was yeah. one of one of the one of the guys. Tell, who's tell me, heavily there's a lot there. Tell me, um, firstly, been, um, what made you move up look, to Northern uh, Beaches Rafael and Lovato, the eastern suburbs? Talking about bring up some um, like some territory, territorial. I've never stuff. pushed our kids to train. Give it to um, the eastern suburbs, boys. They, they know what to do. Like I don't. They've seen it all the time and we sort of muck around and they do Crazy Horse and the Gracie Games at home and we muck around. So they get it anyway. Um, our daughter's just started doing the Little Nippers class. So she does the three-and-a-half-year-olds, the five-year-olds class on Thursdays and she's loving it. Um, Xander will jump in when it suits him. The thing is when he jumps in, he's already he, – he gets it. He already gets it. And they're like – the other, I, I never put him with me. I always put him with the other instructors, and they always come up to me afterwards. They go, "He's really good." Like he, but he's also been exposed to it since he was two. Like I used to bring him to open mats um, all the time, so he's seen it all. The boys wrestle with him; he knows what to do. So it's, um, I think you've got to let them come to you. They'll come when they're ready. How did you how know, did that like happen, Jack? Um, that was my other question. There's so many other sports out there, particularly where we are. Like there's surfing, there's okay. nippers, there's Tennis, like as long as he's happy, he'll do what he wants. Jiu-jitsu will always be there. If and when he's ready, he'll come. Sounds good to me. So that was his CrossFit school? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks for having me, mate. I, I, mate, I, I, you, you said it perfectly. Like, and that's, um, you know, that's one of the things that 
I spoke to actually another Pedro Sara affiliate owner, Scott Smith from Kentucky, before we when I was looking around, and he never mentioned Pedro Sara at all, but he just said, find an affiliate that fits what you're trying to sell. And that's you you know, and that kind of ties into everything you've just discussed then and about you and I and, you know, and I remember you saying this to me at the start, like it's a good concept and a good idea to sort of be that sort of island on your own, but it's, it's very lonely. And I'm like, like, honestly, I don't think we would have grown the way we have without having um, sounding boards such as yourself and Phil to just sort of bounce things off and learn from, learn from your experience. Well, you and know, um, I think, uh, you, do you enjoy, would you, would you do it again if you had the opportunity? Northern Beaches. You enjoying it? Yeah. It's a beautiful spot up there. And your academy, um, we went to your academy. It's a beautiful spot as well. Um, you've, you've set it up so nicely. Thank you. Sounds you live like Good very to close you. to uh, your academy. You live close to the beach. Uh, you're doing a dip a day. Mate, sounds beautiful. <laughs> sounds beautiful for you. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, as they say, I, I, be- I believe it now when they say it's God's country up there. I'm like, yep, it sure is. Uh, nice one. So tell me, tell me, um, all right, so you've been training pretty hard. Um, what what gave you the thought to even think about starting the school? What what took you there? Because there's a lot of people who um, love jujitsu, like us, but there aren't. Not everybody's willing to go out on a whim and start a school. What took you there? What were you doing? Yeah, right. Yeah, um, Hannah Gracie's got, I don't know if he's got a speech or if it's a book. And the the thing is, um, fire and then aim, something like, uh, I'm probably butchering it. I'll, put in the show notes i'll look it up but he's saying like rather than like aiming first and making sure everything's perfect before you pull the trigger he's like just fire first just fucking do it just start and then everything else will start to fall into place um yes um yeah wow so so Northern Beaches is what two years in operation now? Three years? 
Yeah, well. Well. Yep, yep. Uh, okay, so tell me what what were you looking for in a in an what were you looking for in a school before you had it, and subsequently in an affiliation? Like what um, what attracted you to the Pedro Sau Association um, as distinct from other opportunities, which I'm sure you had. Because you've been there before, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And tell me, did you have that same thought um, before your knee injury? Or was it something that, that changed you? Um, was there was that the moment i guess that kind of changed your 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 thinking about it or um had you come to this yeah <laughs> okay fair enough yeah Yep. Yep. And bear in mind, uh, what's your height and weight, Jack? So you're you're a big boy, and imagine like that's that's your perspective. So imagine the smaller people as well, or the less, the the, the weaker people, who had to deal with you <laughs> on the hard road. Yes. Yep. Yep. I guess from whatever scale, whatever side of the spectrum you're on, um, it's just training hard has its costs, like without a doubt. Whether you're a big guy or a small guy or a guy or a girl, like it's it's it has its effects to the point where it becomes hard to sustain. If not, it's unsustainable. Yes. Yep. So you talk about um you talk about lifestyle academy. I've seen it on your website as well. What do you mean by that? You tell me.
Uh, I've, got, I've got power bombs on the mat. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. That's a big thing, eh? And like and um sure we're from the same like lineage and so we're we're feeding off the same philosophy, right? Um but we've also been there done that in other schools. And I, I was I was a young guy too, I was strong, um I wasn't as big as you, but we're both strong dudes and we both um I, I think it goes deeper, Jack, like to the point where, for example, we're talking about 75 hard before versus the habit share. So it's almost like um, when I started jiu-jitsu, I was, I was um, trying to could, like, I was trying to navigate through my jiu-jitsu journey as though I was in 75 hard. It's either like, it's all or nothing, like go hard or go home, um, pass the guard or else, you know, like, or submit the guy or else like there was never, any understanding of the strategy considering the fact that it's a long game like it was always just okay today's the this is the last role you're ever gonna have go as hard as you can you know and i was like oh okay and those those never um at least for me like this thought of strategy so what do you think like considering a that you're a bigger dude and that you've had that experience like what's the difference in your practice now as distinct from before Yeah. 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 Why? Yeah,
table of contents yeah yeah It's a gym, yes. So it's like a free-for-all, right? Whereas, like, um, I guess the big thing for the syllabus uh, is the fact that it's it's an equalizer. Like, it equalizes everybody to the same level in a way because whether I'm a big, strong dude um, and or, like, a, a smaller lady comes in, we're still going to learn the same thing, you know? We might practice it differently, but the path that we're following is the same. And so just like um, I want structure through my learning, I think what happens there is you develop structure in your jiu-jitsu as well. You know, and, and that's what you showed, you know, in the, in, the, in the role with Oscar. And at least for me, speaking um, just like for myself, my jiu-jitsu changed because I'm no longer just a, trying to attack for one. And I have a, a system in play the whole time even if i'm underneath even if i'm underneath mount even if i'm in the worst positions like there's always a system and there's always like a strategy and for you like you know being in the same boat you and i um being the highest um ranked students in our in our schools um i think we can always keep working on the defense and then starting to build off of that whereas before i met professor sauer if I'm honest, man, I didn't even know what defense was. I thought there was just escapes and attacks. Like, I didn't know that I had to defend. That I had to be like the your whole position is the defense. The connection point is the defense first before everything else starts from it. Like, whereas I was just going from zero to trying to go to a hundred, but there was no there was no building blocks there. And it was just a matter of techniques being thrown at each other. I was trying to throw techniques at people. Whereas I think what we've learned and through the benefits of this curriculum is now everything is closely connected in that one position goes to the next to the next, just like one learning topic goes from to the next, goes to the next, to the next, um, which is so important. Um, but Sorry. Yeah. 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 That's the first step. And then you pass. You do pass. I get it. Like, we're going to pass. But the first step in your head has to be don't fucking get submitted. Like, that's first. Yeah. And then I'd look at all these black belt jiu-jitsu comps when I was a white belt and I was a blue belt. And they all looked very meticulous and, like, everything was really intricate. And when you'd grapple with it, everything would just be like a like a – like chaotic so i'm like how is this black belt jiu-jitsu organized and i don't think i would have i definitely wouldn't have gotten to that to this level if somebody hadn't like just broken it down and given it to me on a plate saying like here you go think about this first think about the defense first then think about the escapes at the right time and then control your partner and set up traps for them to um like fall into the counterattack. um and so i think what we've done there is we've created a whole bunch of like uh, of just structure, you know, to to the jujitsu, and then subsequently, when you have a whole bunch of students that have a similar structure, that's when you've got a beautiful school, you know. So, so what makes Northern Beaches um, Jiu-Jitsu Academy different from the other schools that you've trained at previously? Mm-hmm.
And uh, yeah, and it sounds like now that you've got a couple kids of your own, I'm sure that you can sympathize with those family people as well, right? It's like, oh, I've, I've got to hang out with my family today. Me as a 20 year old, I was being like, that's soft. You know, like, what, you don't want to get good at jiu jitsu? You don't want to become a world champion? Come on, you got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice for your goals. Because um, I was 20 and I didn't have kids, you know, whereas now I've got kids too. And I'm like, oh, well, hold on. Um, yes, there's other things to consider. Um, my question to you was like, um, how, what's it like um, running a school whilst having a family as well? Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. <laughs> And there's no hair as well.
Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Um, okay, and so having um, – I've got one kid now, but the second one's coming in probably a couple of weeks. Uh, tell me, what can I do um, to get my kids excited about going to jiu-jitsu class and not anti-jiu-jitsu because it's always around them all the time? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love it. Yo, Jack, we didn't, man. I, I had so many other things to discuss with you, um, but we've run out of time right now. So we might have to do a part two of this one. I have no problems with that. Um, yeah, man, I just want to say a, a huge thanks um, just for, you know, being uh, like associated with us and just like chatting all the time and being a mate, you know, and um, as a fellow Academy owner, we can both whinge to each other and we understand what's going on, you know, um, you know, so I think um, we've got some beautiful times ahead because I come to your school and I see just the beautiful vibe. You talked about the attitude. It is the attitude. It's the it's the feel. It's the it's the ethos of the school is there, and subsequently the the good the good vibes are there and the good people are there. And um, I love coming up to yours, and you know, your guys are always welcome to ours. And I think we just have we've created third places for a lot of people, and I think that's how we're going to be helping a lot of people as well. Um, so yeah, man. Um, Thanks for jumping on for today. Um, and yeah. Most definitely. And I think we, we're always learning, you know, and um, we'll continue to learn like to, you know, with every day on the mats, they'll present new challenges. Right now we have lockdown challenges, etc. but it's just going to keep going. So just like the jiu-jitsu keeps going, it never stops. So man, hi, we go. Let's get into it. Um, thank you, Jack. I'll speak to you soon, man. Cheers.